We had sat, sat down. Steve had said, I'm ready about how many times? Ten times. Mm. And then as soon as we start the fucking intro, Schwartz comes up and goes, gets his headphones. What is that? The showrunner. He's like, Give it a now Old Blue Eyes has to walk around, take care of Schwartz especially, help him out. Schwartz, you're the king. We're here giving you all the proper attention, my friend. Is there anything else before we get started? Anything else? No, I'm good, thanks. Okay, Sean, he's ready. Sean, the Schwartz Luck Show is ready. <laughs> the Schwartz Luck Show? The Schwartz Luck Show. You've once again, my friend, made it about you. Let's Thank it. you. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Ramos Gallery in Westwood, California. Sitting across from me, my co-host, my partner. Oh, what, what the, what the heck? What, wait, what? Certified yeah. audio professional, yeah, and engineer, baby. Oh, down the line, about, brother. for the hard luck show. Jerry Raff, right I, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Man, that is just that's a, dope. Down yeah, the line, it's been a while. It's like a classic. Hell yeah. You back throwing me into my young, my my, my youngster days again. Yeah, I'm trying. Ah, uh, bro. Huh? Yeah, it's a good one, man. That's an old one, huh, Casper? Yeah, uh, a good yeah. one, right? Yeah, no doubt, man. That reminds me when I was a kid, bro. Good job. Yeah. Our showrunner extraordinaire, Mr. Brian Schwartz. Yo! Yo! Back up? again. What's up, boy? Yeah! What's up, man? What's going on? Good? Living, loving it. Living, happy to be here. And loving it and happy to be here. Uh, you know, man. Hey, anytime Shumahan gives me some some audio on my, makes your day. Come on, it's you're off to a good music. show when that happens, right? Absolutely, bro. It's all, everything is right in the world. Informer, right? Yes. Informer. Informer. Guilt by association. Motherfucker, you be forty or something. And. Our cinematographer, Mr. Alibaba and the 20 Thieves. Alibaba and the, the 20, 20 Thieves. Oh, 40. Alibaba and the 40 Alibaba Thieves. Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. What's up, Alibaba? What's good? Thieves. Ali in the house Alibaba covering all our visuals for us. 
We got a house full. Yeah, damn, that's good. Hey, and we've got Jules Julio Ramos in the house at his own gallery. Welcome to the show. What up, Yeah. What's up? Oh, proud to be back. Yeah, man, back on, brother. Back on, dude. Sitting in in this gorgeous gallery, surrounded by your work, work, talented people. Yeah, yeah, What's definitely, up? man. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here with uh, Casper. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We're talking about Casper. You guys, been on once before. I hope you listened to that prior show. Friend but, of the show. Man, a friend of the show. This guy's a longtime friend of mine. We grew up together. Let's welcome the extraordinary Casper Brendel to the show. Casper! Casper! Fuck, Casper. What's up? Fucking great to have you on. Great to have you back. Thanks, man. We get little sentences or a few words here and there on like IG or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, these days, man, I find like friendships like mine and yours, I more and more want to stay in contact with because that's a little handful of people, you know? Yeah, yeah, great yeah. Great to have you on, brother. Just that's- refresh everybody. How did you guys get into contact? The ju- junior high school. Emerson, Emerson Junior High and... From there on, it was just like a whole West Side thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It was parties and clubs and events and, and all that shit. And, man, your man right here was, like, in the heart of all of it, dude. Fucking guy skateboarding and fucking. Like, he doing it all, bro. Surf, this, that. Dude, a He's lot the of, man, bro. This guy was a was man. A lot of your friends have turned out to be, like, amazing artists. What's hey, the story with that? I don't, I don't know how that all works. I think a lot of people were trying to express themselves when I was growing up. And a lot of them took the different artistic ways to do it. I think a lot of kids were had a lot, and they were looking for a, a way to like express so much that was going on at that time. Maybe it's always going on, but a lot of them chose to do that. But Casper, uh, for one, was extreme. Like his name kind of sets him aside right off the bat. But uh, Casper was really popular. Like you'd know people from Venice all the way to Westwood that knew Casper so he was out and about and he and if they, and he would kind of stayed by the water out with all of us so yeah, you know yeah. but that's how we know each other a long time man and we were talking out front a little earlier and Chuman, you remember the first show with Casper and how he kind of breaks down Sean you do too remember he breaks down his wife's like so okay this is what we're doing you got x amount of time to make this work Remember that? I do remember. As that. an artist, she put a was, time. She put a yeah. time. A deadline. They don't call it a deadline for, for no nothing. reason. Yeah. They should <laughs> call it dead man for no. You know, <laughs> dead man. He rose to the challenge. He rose to the challenge, and so we're talking, and he's like telling me, "Yeah, I just had another show. We sold out of the back room twice. Three times. Three times. Come on, dude. Like it just." Fortunate, it, lucky. It, it's fortunate, just, fortunate. And and no, and I don't care about. I mean, the dollars, yeah, I'm sure somebody cares about him. But I'm saying the fact that people are just responding, receptive to it, that you stayed on. And, and in the beginning, it might have seemed bleak or it might have, like, oh, tell yeah, us about yeah. that. I'm, <laughs> you got these fucking kids who are scared to take chances these days. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 
It was, uh, it's like every artist, I think, just uh, doing whatever you could to show it, even a coffee house or put up a painting here, put up a painting there. And then uh, you just keep working at it. I mean. Is that's really what's transpired since you were last on the show? A lot of work? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I've been in the studio every day, um, at least eight hours, um, and just trying to get these uh, ideas out of my head. And um, this last show I had um, got a big chunk out, which was nice, out of my head. So, uh, And they were well-received, which is always nice. Um, but more importantly, out of my head. This show, okay, yeah, and we're, we're about, but this show was at, this is the Bergamont Station show. Yeah, this one is at the William Turner Gallery and uh, in, at Bergamont Station. Yeah. Bergamont Station, which is, we're trying to go by and catch it because it's up for a few more days. Yeah, so. well, yeah, I think they're taking it down like Tuesday, Wednesday. If so you you, go might, on you the, might hear this on Monday. You if, might hear this show on Monday. If you go on William Turner Gallery right now, mm. it's Casper's latest work is the landing page for the entire gallery. Fucking fantastic. And, 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 and the new work uh, is super interesting because it's, it can uh, look kind of like a painting when you're looking at it from a picture. Somebody takes a picture of it, but it's actually a sculpture, right? Yeah, they're, they're definitely yeah, they're more sculpture. Um, on the wall. And they're like seven inches deep. And then Casper was walking me through the whole process of, of, of what he does. And, mm -hmm. and, right, the amount of sacrifice, time and money-wise, he went in just to work it all out. They, he, didn't, he put in a lot of time and energy into just figuring out how, finagling, how, finagling how he's going to do it. Right. And eventually to get these pieces, which... I mean, if you stand at different locations, you can kind of the, the picture changes because it is seven inches deep and it's in like a resin. <laughs> it's actually in uh, a vacuum form mold right. that we've made, and right. then uh, uh, the process is uh, heating up uh, a big sheet of acrylic, letting it droop so it's just so hot, and then we put it on a mold, and then we have uh, vacuums underneath that suck it down. And it just kind of just sucks onto the mold. Right. So think about that. So Casper's big thing is like, look, I got shit in my mind <coughs> and I got to right. get, it out. get it out. But what he's got in his mind is like giant sheets of plastic that he's got to suck down onto a mold. It sounds, it sounds wild. Awesome. Bro. Yeah, it sounds wild. <laughs> See, that was keeping me up at night, dude. I just like. When was the last yeah. time you thought about sucking down no. some plastic onto mold? <laughs> <laughs> You were going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, sir, no. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, but wow, it's, that's dope, though, bro. But, and it's got that. Casper's signature. I mean, in my mind, a lot of the different work that I've seen of yours has kind of, um, there's a color aspect, which is these gradations and these mixing of colors also in terms of, to me, and I think we talked a little bit about it last time, you were saying some of the stuff was inspired, at least in part, by surfing, being out in the ocean with this, the horizon. Yeah. yeah, Lucky and I were just talking about this i mean it really is an la thing you know it's it's car culture low riders surfboards even just the light outside in california is different than other places right yes so it, it's 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 all about atmosphere and, and culture and and la has got a big melting pot and i think everything kind of comes up and through it right you melt down the pot and then put it on a vacuum mold and bam <laughs> yeah, that's what you got you go. so what about this though explain the process does it 
in your mind, this chunk that you got to get out, does it start as a, as a concrete idea first? Is it a mood? Is it a feeling? So, no. So, it's, uh, I was probably in this studio. I mean, these have been in my head for a long time. So, um, I've been in the studio for about probably eight years playing with acrylic boxes and how the light shifts and changes with different materials in it. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was working with LEDs for a while, and I just hated the idea of, of having electricity to, to make them work. So if you look at some of the newer work, it looks like they're electrified, like there is something, they're plugged into the wall, but they're not. And what it is is it's the light coming in those boxes and refracting and shooting through the pigmented acrylic. Oh, that's dope, dude. That's Think dope. about what that. Is it, what yeah. is it about electricity doing the work of the lighting up that bothers you or you are antagonistic towards We're it? Removing it, yeah. Yeah, I just... Uh, one, it's just a pain in the ass. You got to fucking cord everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, if if you're gonna, you got to put it in the wall if it's an installation somewhere, and uh, and I, I just like the, um, just the just it being natural without freestanding. Yeah, without having to uh, be artificial. <laughs> I'm not against electricity at all, but I'm just like. Right. It's just, it, it, I didn't feel right for these works. It's interesting because I'm imagining, and maybe I have the imagination wrong, but so as you start playing with these boxes, I mean, is it possible? Do you just walk places and you see light hit shit and everyone else is talking about, you know, the fucking latest binge watching, whatever, but in your mind, you're like, oh shit, look at that. That's a weird way for the light to act on that surface. Con- yeah, like constantly. Um, in fact, like last night, I was at home in the backyard. And my daughter pulled up, and she had her, her lights on, and it hit the garage, and it made this, like, rainbow effect. And I don't know, and, and so my mind goes into, how did that happen? How can I use that to work for Right, me? how can I reproduce that? So, And when that happens, do you, what's it, what is your experience in trying to, do you ever try to express what you've just seen to somebody and they're like, yeah, I listen, can you just get the groceries? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it usually just goes in my head and then something in the future I'll be like, oh, I could use that for, for, for this, for this p- particular work. You know what I mean? Where does art and science intersect then? Because a lot of what I hear you talking about is art because you're noticing the colors. But then if you're looking at refractions or you're thinking about how light works in different substances, I would imagine you have to come up against science knowledge. Uh, well, I think, I think art and science and math and, are, are one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're totally intertwined. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, just, you know, as the sun goes over and right when it's on top it's almost white when you look up it's like, like everything's an equation right yeah like yeah numbers. and then the further you go and it, the more atmosphere it has to go through then you get those cool colors and those all those all those refracting lights and um, smog whatever it is right changes all the colors as as the sun is going further away, you know it's not i've heard direct. other people i've heard other artists describe almost to a t what you're describing that colors is like a universe and the deeper you go and the further you go, there's no end or beginning. It's constantly changing. Yeah. Like a color that you're looking at is never just that color. It's like any color is never just that color. It's changing Absolutely. at all times. Like yeah. it's picking up because lighting's changing at all times. So it's never repeated over. It's always, you know. So yeah, no, that's, 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 
I mean, that's really what my work's about, especially the new work. Well, even the older work too. I mean, as you walk around it, the light changes dramatically. So in one, one shot, it'll be bright pink. The next one will be like this darkish, almost red. And, and even the light, if we change the lights in the gallery, mm-hmm. it becomes a whole new thing. How obsessed and, do you get uh, about how your work is lit at a gallery? I'm, uh, it, it concerns me, definitely. But, I, I mean, I know people that are crazy about it. Um, what but, I was thinking for yours, and most importantly, because you are taking light into consideration... Yeah. So have you ever walked into a place and been like, this is just not going to work, guys. You got fucking strobing fucking white lights and that's the wrong fucking thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, hmm. so especially during this show, um, when I'd have uh, collectors or somebody coming through the gallery and I'd meet them there, I would, I would turn the lights off in the gallery and be like, so it's just so they knew what, what was happening here. So it would be a bright lit gallery. And then I'd be like, let's turn these off. And then they, they become other things that you're, you know, like it's, they, they refract so hard that they almost work as a nightlight when the lights are off. They just need a little bit of light to get in there and then they just shoot, you know? So how much have you learned then about the various ways lights, uh, light refracts and moves throughout different substances? Uh, <laughs> Probably just a little bit. I mean, it's such a big scale that, I mean, light is so important and changes so many ways that uh, I would just say uh, just a fraction of, of what really happens. You know, I was just telling the guys that polar bears aren't really white, that their fur is clear and it's hollow and it's set up to absorb the sun and channel the sunlight directly to their skin. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. He also correct. told us that Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> Which is also true. That's crazy. I did not know that. So I was thinking about, when I, I mean, when I was looking at your work, I was thinking about that in the natural world, you definitely see uh, evolution or Mother Nature, whatever you want to call it, adopting ways to manipulate or use the natural light that's already out there. Always constantly changing, yeah. And <clears throat> do you ever get fascinated by something and then at the end of it you're like, ah, it's just not going to work? Yeah, <laughs> that happens all the time. I mean, like, what's an example of that? Um, what's an example of that? Um, I mean, usually with paintings, or something like that. I'll try something, and it, it might seem like a good idea at the time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it's just like, oh, what the f- fuck was I thinking? You know? And then, uh, and then we go back to paint it white and start over again. That's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> and then what about, because um, sometimes like when I talk to Sean, I think everybody has an obsessional side to them or a side that is naturally inclinated towards something or whatever. Sean is definitely sound. He's the only guy I've ever heard that got excited over a speaker having a, a ribbon tweeter. Yeah. I'm like, a what's, ribbon tweeter? What's a ribbon, ribbon tweeter, Sean? Um, it, instead of a cone, it's a ribbon. It works. It, <laughs> oh, does that explain it to you? Yeah, yeah. there it is. Hey, what the oh, fuck's the matter with me? I didn't understand. <laughs> instead of a cone. Instead of a bro. cone, it's a ribbon, right, motherfucker. Right. Okay. What does that mean? Usually, well, you're flexing them. It's like electromagnetic, right? And oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I miss that part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I mean, he's so deep in it, he can't yeah. even speak in normal terms. Right. Anymore, and he like looks at us too. like he's talking right, normal right. speak. It's all ones and O's. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so. We, but, but uh, let me. Yeah. But, uh, but that kind of failure in the process is really important because you have to take chances in art. Because if you're not taking chances, you're not developing. You're not moving up. So, I mean, you could do something. That's kind of why I, I did this new work. Is was, The other work was super comfortable and I could do it, mm. no problem. But you have to keep challenging yourself and you have to keep trying things because if you don't, you don't go anywhere. Mm. Right. Why is that? Now, is that true? Is that true for the art? For art? For the it's, world you're in? It's true for me and most artists I know, uh, might not be true for all artists. Um, what are you thinking about, Steve, that makes you ask no, that? No, because I don't know. I mean, it sounds right. And that's just my opinion, though. It sounds right, but it almost... Because I feel like some people, st- they get into one thing that works and they just stay there. And they just hit the volume and it works. And maybe not just monetarily. It grows, grows, grows. But they're on that one thing, and that's just all that defines them. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but so for me, I wouldn't be growing as an artist if I... It's just like you, right? You're going to print the same T-shirt for 40 years. You're going to be like, I got to change this up. I got to do something different. Well, experiment. Well, what's interesting about what you're saying, though, is that um, I read... Tolstoy's What is Art? Wow. Right? Leo Tolstoy. Tolstoy, yeah. yeah. All right. Here, here comes the Jew month stuff. Yeah. Here, here we go. Here comes the intellectual This stuff. is my art. What did he right, say? Right. This is my yes, art. I was is. really honest to God. I've thought a lot about it. I'm like, you know what? My art is just reading shit and telling That's people right. about it. And you're the greatest human being ever. Come on. Thank you. And, but what he was asking questions, some of the answers, but a lot of what he was saying was exactly what you were kind of going towards, which is, now look, let's be real, all right? And I'm not going to put these words in your mouth, so it's me talking, right. all right? So don't Cut blame. shit. Right, Casper right. Rindle for this shit. This is me. Right, right, right. All right, right, right. Casper Rindle. He's taking the heat. Right, he's yeah. not putting anyone in any pigeonhole. you guys no, it's no label Casper. Schumann. Right, it's Schumann that's right. saying on, this kind of shit, dog. right? All right. So he was saying to a certain extent, like, most art isn't art. He was coming right out. And it's Tolstoy saying that at a time when there was a lot of art, right? And he was writing in the time of Picasso and all these other fuckers. Right. And he was coming out and saying, real art is not a commercial prospect. Yes. You know, and everybody. But he said, you got a lot of artists right now today when he was writing. Right, that they come out, they're not innovating anything, they're not committed to death to anything, mm. they're not pushing the envelope on something all the way, they're not diving deep into a knowledge of something all the way. They're affected, mm-hmm. they've seen codes and tropes, and they're reshuffling them around. And it's pleasant to the upper crust elite fuck faces, but that's not really art, that's commercial activity it may be sensuous it may be somewhat interesting but in his mind that's not art and he also cataloged which i won't bore everybody here with what all the various people who have ever written anything have said about art up to what he was saying and at the end of the day he crystallized something and i don't know if it's true okay i'm not gonna say it's true or not but in his mind his definition of art was that 
the artist is somebody who creates a work that can infect, and he used the word infect, the receiver with the feeling, with the feeling that the... Uh, yeah, I... I I would agree with that, without a doubt, but, but I wouldn't go as far as to give it a specific feeling. Oh, so, yeah, he wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, ca- I don't care what, what people say about my work, but if they go out in there and feel something, good, bad, ugly, whatever, right. I think I've done my job. Right. But if they go in there and feel nothing, I don't, I don't think I've done my job. Right, but you know, and another thing, and I agree with that, and that's why when a lot of people get pissed at what I say, I'm like, all right, well, at least I provoked you into thinking about right, something, right? Right, But what would art be, I almost going to ask, I didn't even know, what would art be without the economic situation that we've lived in in the last 200 years? What do you imagine art would be before money? While, what was art in a more primitive sense what was it um i i think i don't think art's changed since i think it's it's in the artist and um yeah i don't i don't know if the pure art making or artist thing has changed right um I mean, there's definitely a lot of dynamics in it that you bring up with money, whatever, those kind of things that kind of convolute everything. Right. But I think as an artist, you're just just doing your thing. And if people appreciate it, they appreciate it. Yeah. um, I don't know. Is Um, there a spiritual religious component to art? um, Well, I can only answer for me. So... uh, not really a religious person, mm-hmm. um, and and I think spiritualism has kind of been um, overused in a lot of ways. Interesting, but I will say that um, with with some of my work, and and I, I I don't mean this egotistically at any way in any way. I think that sometimes I'll make some work that's bigger than me. Mm. That I kind of go like that has like something. And I was just a tool that it got right. through. Um, and and I, I totally see how that could be like a super egotistic statement. Um, but, but yeah, but, but uh, that's kind of sometimes uh, if I really like a work, not even mine, anybody's that like that, that, that can happen. If I go and see like a, a really good Rothko painting that I like. Yeah. I kind of get that same vibe. Yeah. Mm. Um, Stop so looking at me, man. So, so. <laughs> the fuck? Where did he move? I make you. He's the audio wrong, guy. Man. Listen, this is the what audio artist. Wrong? You're making noise. You're gulping. You're I'm doing what I always do. But every minute, the guy's like, "Look at him." That's how he does something wrong. He's this community. Yeah. Well, that's what he does. He just looks, <laughs> and that's how you know. When you when you, at what point in a piece that you're working on do you understand like maybe this was bigger than me like where at what point in the process of it do you realize i really love this or this is taking me over i'm actually in service of this right um uh and it doesn't happen all the time sure uh it's usually in the studio when i've got it up and i'm kind of looking at it and kind of 
you know, making sure it's okay. Cause usually I'll do a work and leave it up for a while and just kind of keep passing by it. And do you need more work? Do you, are you, are you there? I mean, that's, that's the hardest point. Uh, part is really stopping when, mm. when you, when you know it's done. Cause you can overwork work. Have uh, you done that? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you have to know, you have to know when to stop. I mean, that, that's might be more important than just getting them in there and doing it. It's interesting. Cause it's like that. It's, I think that creative process in general can get, it can have similar things like Absolutely. that through, you know? And I know that sometimes um, when we've been on some like, like design shit and we run into a headache with a specific collection and we'll like try over and over and we're looking at it and what's wrong, what's this? And, and add it, add it, add it, add it. And all this time spent and then all of a sudden somebody's like, it was really better just when I can remember. And everybody looks in and is like, oh, yeah. And we spent two days trying yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? So there is, I think part of it is knowing when to stop. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like right producing time. music, too. Like, sure. you can add everything in the computer in it, but right. it's like, now what does it mean? You know what I right. mean? Yeah, you right. got to kind of. Yeah. But the flip side is you got to know when to keep going. You got to know yeah. when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. <laughs> You got to know when to walk away. Or when to fucking run. You better count your blessings. While you're sitting at the table. Because there'll be time enough to count. When the dealing's done. There you go. That's it. I can't well, believe thank you, you guys you very much. HLS <laughs> and the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. Listen, don't forget to tip your waitress. Yep. So um, going back to, okay, so you got to know uh, where the line is. is this yep. is what I want to talk to you about, too, because I've seen different documentaries on artists and so there's the painting time or the working time, but there's also a lot of downtime in the studio. And then when I say downtime, I don't necessarily mean like nothing's going on, but I mean, I've seen some artists just, they just like smoke a stove and just stare at the painting. That's like, right. You're saying that. And I've seen that too. And what I didn't put together was until right now when he said, all right, I leave it up for a few days. Right. And then I walk around and, does it need more work? Does it need? I didn't. I I just assumed in my head the artist does his shit and he's like, voila, finito, <laughs> let it drive, shoot to Paris. I didn't know that. Maybe it might hang, and maybe the first pass is only one of ten before you get there. Or it's important, man. Right? That's what you're getting. That's at. exactly what. But I'm asking you for you. So then, is there a time where you're just in the studio? You know. Hanging Absolutely. or doing yeah, whatever. I, I, I would say thing. that that's, that's really important. What's interesting to me is I have the kind of wife <laughs> that if she saw me, like if I go, look at I'm going out of the studio. <laughs> I fucking need complete quiet. Right? Don't She'd tell you when your paintings are done, bro. You and wouldn't it, have no problem. And it, She'd let you know right when all your artwork's done. But, that's done. That's done. And that's ready to go. Right, right. And so then if I went in there, right, and, and, and it was, and I can't make it in my head like, okay, part of the process is I'm just going to be in the space. And I'm going to sit there and scratch my back and, like, smoke a yeah, stuff and dude. look around, have a couple of fucking whatevers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly, right? Exactly. She would be looking through the window going, that motherfucker. Acting he, all centric out there. Oh, he's fucking vacationing while I'm over here. Right. She'd perceive away. it like that. Oh, and that's then if I tried to tell her, like, that, that's work. You can't get involved in that, honey. You're going to fuck it all up. I'm bringing home the gold. What are you doing? Have you experienced anything like that? 
Do you or do you just pull the shades down on the window? When the wife's just like, yeah. honey, arts and crafts over. Come on, I need you to come fucking finish. Your yeah, come on, be I real, mean, dude. Come on, be you gotta real. Do real work now, honey. <laughs> Shit like uh, that. Nah, I mean, no, I mean, it's it's a, like a professional practice for me. So like, that's what I do. So I mean, but but I, I'm telling you right now, I do have a professional practice, right? And if she sees me in there and I'm doing something that doesn't look like it's part of the thing, but you're not sweating enough, you're right? Not, then she's yeah. like, "Well, hey, what are you doing?" You're I, really no, I, I'm not saying I can't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that's why the studio is not at home. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Very good. I understand. I understand. But I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble. No, no, I got no, it. No, no, no of no, course no, not. So Please. I, but, but no, that, that's my space. And yes. I could definitely see that happening if, uh, if I was at home and, uh, and, you know, nothing yeah. was getting no, no money. You know, all right. kinds of that, that doesn't look like a fucking yeah. artist creating. That yeah. looks like you're sitting on your ass, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. But like in a certain, it's weird because in the creative sense... Even in ones that aren't creative, like let's say, for instance, in the, in the law field, right? And I got to write a motion. Now I got like 12 drafts of this thing, right? And there's all these different pieces of it that I've worked on. There's times where I've done so much work and I've finished a section, but I need to just sit and fucking chill before I can go back with fresh eyes and fix whatever other things may be. Or, or just simplify the language. I've got it all out. Yep. I've got all the law. But now it's kind of convoluted. It let's just say it the way it really should be said. Right. That's it, right? right? But I might need like an hour of eating like popcorn and like looking at other shit. That's just your process. process yeah, though. but are you thinking about it at the same time? You're eating your popcorn and you're going, maybe that was a little light. Maybe I should go heavier in that section. Yeah. So or, that's, that's part of the process. I mean, that's what I've argued with my wife. Uh -huh. I said that. But while I'm eating popcorn, I'm thinking about it, no, babe. That's part of the process. That's what I think. And I feel like even if you start putting parameters on the process, you you're might break. It up. Yeah. You might break the overall thing. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It. yeah, you're going to poison the whole thing. Right. And the whole so, thing's fucked up. For you, Casper, then what sort of safeguards do you put for your mind in order to ensure that you don't break your process or you don't pollute yourself with shit that ain't going to work or, or whatever? Um, I don't know if I, I put anything in. I, I think if I go in the studio and, I, and I'm not feeling it or yeah. you know, I, I just don't do it, I'll go do something else. Like I, I can't, uh, I'm not one to force myself to, to do it. I mean, that being said, if there's a painting I'm working on and I have to uh, rework it and, and go through the failure part to bring it back to life to do what, something like that, that's working through it. But if, if it's not there, it's just not there. But, I mean, do you like... Do you like a writer's block? I guess. Sure, right, yeah. exactly. But do you keep yourself up away from certain, like, let's say, like art criticism articles? Right. Where it's like they may be valid. They may not be whatever. And there is a place for intellectuals to think about what art is and what period we're in. But do you, do you say to yourself, you know what, that's not going to benefit. I don't need to I don't need to have those concepts in my mind. I'm developing something else. Yeah. I mean, anybody can over intellectualize something. Uh, um, it, it's I the, that's the last thing on my mind when I'm making work is critics or, or, or that kind of thing. Like, I don't even think about that. 
And do ever, does anyone ever invited you to teach and say like, you know, why don't you help these folks? Or here's some young people you want to tell them what your process is? Or have you thought about teaching at all? Um, I thought. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I haven't thought, I mean, I'm, I'm really good with kids, um, yeah. especially uh, younger kids. Um, I don't have that academic background, I think. I'm sure I could, I could figure it out. Um, but I, at this point in my life, I, li- I like making art, um, and that's, that's kind of like where I'm happiest. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe some, sometime in the future, but I, I can really answer that right now. Do you take any apprentices? Does anybody help you and they're there helping and you give them some mentorship or some ideas? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple of people that uh, I work with in my studio, really one. Um, and I trust him and I've known him for 30 years, maybe 25 years. And we were in uh, production together, in post-production. He was a sound mixer and engineer and editor. Right. And uh did he have blue eyes? No. Okay. He's uh but uh Hose B, that's my boy. Hose B I got B. a question though. I wanted to real quickly just about just a little bit. Julio, what's your process when you paint? Do you do you find yourself your stuff hanging and, and it's up for a while? Like tell me. Yeah, definitely. There's there's uh certain paintings that I let them hang and I'll walk by, you know, a day or two later or there's some I just instinctually know when to stop right you know there's some that you you know like you guys were talking about earlier when if you keep going or do you want to like take a little while and let them marinate but at the same time you're still thinking about it even if even though you're not working on them you're Mm -hmm. still thinking about the process that you want to continue the direction you want your paint how long have you been doing this type of work here that we have on the walls how long has it been about three years Okay. And Casper, how long have you been doing your work? You got about all kinds of series and everything. What would you say? Um, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I did it as a kid. Like, How long would you say your professional or professional? You, your starting point? What, I mean, I know these are all arbitrary. I don't want to get into a whole <laughs> relative discussion. So he said three years. What would you say your, your experience has been? I'd say 15, 20. Okay, 20 years. Julio, you now have an experienced master. Not saying you're not. Mm-hmm. Not saying that because you've been working on cars for years and that's its own. 20 art. years. 20 years, right. right. Body work and all that. So I'm not trying to do that. Right. But I am saying you have an experienced master here who has, you know, made sure his studio is away from the house. Yeah. You can ask him a question, a secret. And I'm putting you on the spot without any question. preparation. Yeah. Okay? This man is in, you know, he's... Exhibits like uh, long-standing exhibits and blah 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 blah. So Belgium, now, Brussels. Oh, these people come. He turns out the light, slaps them in the dark, and says, "Okay, get this right." Yeah. Okay, so here you go. <laughs> All right, this is guy. All right, yeah, yeah. eccentric slightly. Okay, here we go. 
You can ask him anything now. Ask him anything. Damn it, man. I'm not good on the spot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Shh, everyone. Shh. It's just Julio. Julio, you have the conch. Go. This is, this is art. How do you deal with... Um, I don't really know what to ask. This let me let so me sad. let me let me help a little bit. No, we're wait, off wait, to wait, a good wait, start. No, no, this right. was good. We're, right. Wait, wait, wait. Let him. Don't okay. don't rescue. Okay. All right. I'll rescue. Him. Come on. Come on. How, how did you deal with people pro- approaching you and offering you like deals or like I, lo- I love your art so much and like I want to sign you and they give you like bullshit deals? Um, did you experience that with? Uh, Great question. So, so what you're saying is people are coming to you saying, uh, we'll give you a deal, but you feel it's shitty? Yeah, sometimes. Like, like a long-term deal, right? Yeah, like a long-term deal. Yeah. They want to own Everything he produces for shit. the next they 10 years, own. they own half of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you get approached with weird shit like that? Uh, I'm not saying it's weird shit. Yeah, no, no. Um, Some are legit, right? I, I, I don't know. It, uh, so specifically, somebody's asking you to to the rights of your work. No, well, you know, people want some people want to represent me. Some people want to like I get approached by different people. How did you handle that? Oh, okay. Or, or have um, you been approached by other people? Or have you? Just, yeah. How do you navigate and pick through that yeah, exactly. and know who's full of shit? And so, I mean, if it's if it's galleries you're talking about. Yeah, or people just, just random like um, some people are collectors that just like no really I get I, I know I my just, shop I get hit up by so many random people who would come to my shop and like just like offer shit and like oh I love your art but I want to rip you know just get, get, okay generically all right so yeah. we got I got it yeah. so generically what's the deal that's been offered to you not assigning it to anybody but what's that what's the structure of the deal no like some guy uh, wanted to own like. Wanted to go partnerships with me and wanted all this. Like, it sounds like go ahead. like a crazy deal. Like they just wanted to uh, create a, a like a new business and they wanted to own fifty percent of my rights of whatever I paint in the future. Stop the right past. there. Stop right there. Yeah. That's enough, yeah. no. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, no. I, I mean, it's obviously no. But have you been approached with people like that? Or so um, like, who see you and they're like, oh, let me try to come up on this guy. So, so, so what I uh, I would just. Um, if if some you don't want to do that, no, of first of all, not. yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if you get yeah, a yeah. I mean, galleries galleries take usually fifty percent, yeah, but they'll never ask you to sign yeah, your future like that, right? work yeah. away or anything like that. Sounds crazy. No, no. Um, so uh, yeah, and it varies too um, what galleries will take, but because uh, they're putting up the overhead, you got to look at the gallery or the guy or whatever mm-hmm. it is you're dealing with and. And see what what they're doing. Is it is it a program that your work will fit into? Like, yeah, exactly. Does, does that gallery kind of show the same vein work? Or yeah, I didn't have a question. I just brought. I just brought it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Now listen. <clears throat> yeah, Jules. Yeah, Ramos. Yeah, you definitely have had that question in your mind. Don't minimize. No, and no one's saying that you do or don't know anything. Right. This is just another fellow traveler, and he's like saying, for sure, something you, I guess you already knew. Right. Don't sell your future work. No, no, Rights course, to yeah, your future work. Definitely not. Just, and then he's also saying, like, well, where is it going to fit and what? How, did you, how do you determine that? When you look at the galleries, what kind of criteria are you looking at where you're saying, I mean, have you said no to galleries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Think about that. Right. I and, mean, yeah, I go mean, ahead. you gotta, you gotta look and, and see if, you know, you're not going to want to show your work next to 
like portraits or right. or something like that. I mean, you kind of want somebody that's in this kind of vein. Not 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 that their artists show the exact same kind of thing, but but you could see like it's it's, it's <laughs> curated that yeah. it's curated like you would fit right in. Right. Um, uh, I I mean the one thing that I always and I think I even said this last time I was here to artists is is it's it's a hustle like anything else so if you want it you gotta hustle because nobody's gonna come in the studio you know tap you on the shoulder and go you're gonna be the next art star you gotta like figure it out like you gotta go like if there's galleries you're interested in you gotta go to their shows and you gotta kind of make yourself seen and introduce yourself you know and and try and get in with the other artists in the gallery because you know usually if you're recommended from an artist in the gallery, that's, I would imagine, probably the best way to get in the gallery. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because uh, I had offers like that, like crazy offers like that, and then I have someone like who truly believes my art's going to be, like he loves my art so much that he gave me the space. So I have, right. so I have two, two examples I was trying to figure out. If, um, but yeah. No, well, no, well, so, no so strings pe- attached? No, 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 no strings attached. Oh, then Just, that sounds like, like somebody <laughs> who's a mentor. That, yeah, this, yeah, so I had two different people approach. Like, different people approach me all the time. It's weird, but this guy, Fred, he absolutely loves my work. and That's great. And, uh, the sense that I get, right, at just mm-hmm. listening, and I'm no expert, is that, that Ramos, you're still in a place of... Um, I'm just trying to figure out if I want to just be on my own and not need representation. With Which to else. me is a statement about confidence mm-hmm. and faith. I'm trying to figure out if I want to be on my own. Yeah. Or if I and Mr. And, and Casper, on the other hand, right? He's I, I, to, to what I understand is at least from what I've, I've my interactions with him, he he's firmly grounded in which path he's going down. Right. Right. There's not. He's and he's whatever done his experiments and whatever it is, but he's he's clearly like down the path. And so, I think that that uh, it's great that you're able to talk to him because I can't imagine anything more scary. Well, I can. All right, so I won't say that. I mean, fucking being attacked by a polar bear is probably worse. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's pr- probably pretty frightening to be in a place where you clearly have some talent, you clearly have interest, but it's still kind of new. Where am I going to position myself? so that I don't fucking chop myself off at the knees by making a bad decision early on. I can imagine as an artist that might be something of a, a concern. Remember, the galleries need you. You don't need the gallery. Right, right. Because, you know, my art, I've always just been doing it for me. Right. I, well, that's, the, that's really, the most yeah. important thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, but there's right. always, and listen, I've, done, I've said the same I've been thing. pushed into, like, exhibiting and stuff like that. Pushed? Like, what do you mean? By people, like, they'll come to the shop and, like, uh, have, like, some girl will be like, hey, you need to display your art. Here's some links. File. Apply for this show. Apply for this uh, gallery. Apply for this and that. And that's how I started getting back, like, back into the art. Right. Because I got married at 20, so I had to put my art away for 20 years. Yeah. So that's no, why I wasn't I, painting then. But. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I've been there. You know? You got to take care of it. Um, but if somebody's, like, advocating for you like that, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I was, like, that's, that's what I mean. part of the hustle like, is yeah. you just, yeah, thank you so much. I really exactly. appreciate it. And, um, and listen, it's been it, growing from there. Like, just, but just, I guess, generic, or, I don't know, organically or whatever you call it. Yeah, so, shit's just not going to happen. You get Sometimes yeah. you got to make it happen. Yeah. So... No, I would say that uh, be thankful for those people and uh, 
all the more eyes on your work, especially at this point, is better. And more opportunities will come if you get into every every artist. Well, most artists, not like your, you know, masters graduates from wherever, uh, usually have to work their way up. They're not getting tapped on the shoulder unless you're coming out of a graduate program. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my advice was get it out in front of as many eyes as possible, and and see what happens, and yeah, play every uh, hand you got. Casper, how many people have suggested to you in the last year? Maybe two years, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Get into the NFT business. Oh, oh shit. Wow. wow. Yeah, a lot of people, man. Right. And uh, it's, yes, a lot of people. And uh, uh, one, I really don't get it. And t- I mean, I do get it, but I don't get it. Like, I, uh, it's just not my thing. Right. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm personally not too interested in it. Yeah. I know a lot of people, a lot of peers, too, are yeah. kind of jumping on and doing their thing. Gold um, rush. I have is it, though? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't. Uh, it was for a couple. I was just talking to somebody who. Because we need to do a show on NFTs, first off, and break them down. For right? sure. If we can. But I, there's been so much discussion in my business about it. Are we? Aren't we? What are we doing? This and that. Back and forth. And with some people that know. And on Thursday, I talked to a very well-known artist. And he represents a lot of artists as well. And he told me, he goes, man, I actually got cashed off. I actually made my first money from an nft into my account and it was real money took the money out and everything he tells me like that yeah and uh so i don't know if some people have got it figured out or what but this guy was like i was i never really got it and i was in it and i'm doing this and that and finally i finally got paid my first portion from this thing and it's real lucky he tells me it's real well it's definitely real in the sense of there really is um, uh, like Bitcoin, right? Style NFTs that allows an artist to collect ten percent royalties, however many times it changes hands down the, down the whatever future, right? That's real. And Darren Craig, who we know, the director, the infamous director who directed Kanye West and blah blah, blah he put together some work and he got cashed out. Okay, so there is a market, but part of the problem is is um, number one is even from like Darren, it's like some of the ones where people really buy stuff, there's ones where you can just get on and then no one's gonna buy it because it's all available and nobody knows who the fuck you are and nobody gives a shit. But if somebody with a name or somebody with some cachet or whatever it is gets in, I mean, I think I even talked to Risk about this. Uh, maybe like... Kelly just dropped one. Right. Well, I talked to Kelly at a time when he was still kind of looking askance at it. Like, um, what is this? Is this the gold rush? Is Are this you the getting people calling you, asking you advice on it from a legal standpoint? Yeah. But it's good news um, because you can sell pieces of the art, right? So, so somebody who wouldn't have been able to afford a Picasso, because the Picasso costs $10 million now or whatever the fuck it is. But 10 million people could spend a buck on it and everyone can own a share in it. And as it transfers hands down in the future, everyone's going to get paid out, including the artist. So it's like a print, really. 
Essentially, but there would be no other copy, right? So right. there's just this one. Right. And it's clearly only this one because it's backed by the blockchains. Mm-hmm. So because of the blockchains, the same te- technology, they say technology, but basically it's just code that lays out like for Bitcoin and all the other monetary stuff so you don't lose it. This has an identifying number. So it's clearly there's no copy of this. Right. Now somebody, whatever. Okay, so that's that. The hard part for a lot of people to wrap their mind around is like, why? I mean, I can't hang it in the fucking gallery and look at it, right? You're just on your screen, right? That's it. On a screen, or they have companies that are developing these little smaller, um, I don't know what they're screens, but they're ways of displaying or holographic even uh, the art or whatever it is. It's right. like sometimes it's a clip. I've had people call me and say, how can they sell clips of NBA dunks? without getting the license. And I'm like, well, technically they really can't. So I don't know how that all works. They either have the license or they don't. And right. someone in the future, when the cell gets big enough, is gonna come in and sue and take their proceeds back, whatever. So that, all of that is there. But again, we get back to, um, and this is something that, your guy from, uh, who's the guy that, um, the hundreds? Bobby and Ben hundreds. Yeah, Bobby was at a, was at a um, convention or whatever about blockchains mm-hmm. and fucking NFTs and all that shit. And, and what they were talking about is what's the impulse or why would somebody want to buy some digital thing mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to have a real world expression. And so they were theorizing that part of it is about just um, the ownership, the act of ownership, right? But it's still a little bit abstract. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell if some of the high dollar figures you see are going are marketing uh, articles, right? To drive <coughs> um, demand for yeah. that. Like, oh, well, shit, what was that? Who's that dot com motherfucker that he did? Some kid who's got like zero t- quote unquote talent that puts out weird shit and people have been spending like billions of dollars on buying that NFT. Some people think that that might all just be marketing in order to drive people to those platforms. So another question right. I have for you Go is, ahead. is it also a form of hiding money? Absolutely. But art always has been. Mm. Yeah. But- art, art as, as I read in Chapo's book. Art and fine art has always been a way to launder and hide money. Yeah. So, yes, on the, uh, uh, at the NFT level, but absolutely. much easier now with Bitcoin and that kind of stuff. It's yeah, true. Yeah, because you can't fucking see anything. Man, but it's see, so the, hidden. Well, so, but yes, that's true. But then remember, when those fucking, that, I don't know if it was like a Russian fucking cyber outfit, but when they fucking cock blocked all that fucking oil in North Carolina, that pipeline, Remember, and they held a ransom, and then all of a sudden they wanted whatever it was, you know, 20 million in Bitcoin or whatever the fuck they wanted, and they got the ransom, they paid it, and they released the uh, oil. The DOJ, about two weeks later, identified who they were and got the money back. But they only, I thought they only got like half of They got half of it back, but the reason why did they only get half, we don't know. But how did they identify those motherfuckers? Because two reasons. One is... Um, there's already artificial intelligent programs that can look at um, patterns of uh, transfers of money from Bitcoin to outside source, and they can easily identify who it is from there. 
And potentially there's backdoors in the Bitcoin that nobody knows yet that if you were the NSA or the Interpol, you certainly would right. be very interested in being able to look in and convey to everybody, well, we're never going to be able to catch you. We don't know. Yeah. So that's all taken on. There's fake. all kinds of power plays going up there. I'm sure with government and Bitcoin. And it has to you be. You got to tell us who these guys are or you'll never be legit and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. And then maybe half the crimes are allowed to proceed so they can see how it works. So they can map it out. Absolutely. For they, that's always. Yeah, for sure. So um, so then any chance you're going to be deputized by the DOJ, Casper, and no. start chasing after anybody? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right. And what about eccentrics? I mean, to me, I'm always ex I always love the art world because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And you can maybe set me straight. Set me straight. Here I love the art. No, listen. I love the art world because there is on one side, right, just incredible insight, talent, execution, almost like you were saying to some extent, like a godlike expression, something that just everybody knows it goes beyond. And then the other half of it just seems like bullshit, but they're together, right? And you've got eccentrics that are real eccentrics, and they actually, in some ways, they're not maybe the artists, but they're, they're playing with the artists, or they're friends with the artists, or they're in that community, and they're genuine art lovers, uh -huh. but they're weird fucks, which I love those people. But then there's also then like weird superficial hanger-ons that are fakes, that are also populating that world. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I love art because sometimes it's hard to determine, like, wait a minute, is this just a bunch of bull, like, is Jackson Pollock like a bunch of bullshit or is that real? Right. How do you, where, where do you come in on that or how can you set me straight? What am I saying that's crazy? I'm not, there's no setting straight. I think uh, with all, most art and probably all art, it's, it's completely subjective. So. Um, what one person thinks about it, another might not. I mean, I there's, is it though? I really? think so. I think it's a personal experience. Isn't but at least there, I like to believe it's a personal experience. But is there an objective place where you can go? No, no, no. I don't care which way you fucking throw this. This is, and this is not. Um. I again, that's subjective because I'll go places and I'll say. That's not, that's not, that's not, that is, that's not. And, but that's my experience. Sure. So is there a higher power that says, no, you will not make it. Yes, you will. No, you, you know. Sure feels like it to me sometimes. Well, okay. So there's manipulation of the market for sure. Yeah. So there is, you know, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, somebody in the art world who's very known or whatever and knows a lot of collectors and a lot of people with money yeah um will say this is the next person you must buy now yep. and and then they raise the prices up to whatever or it'll go to auction i mean it and then they'll they'll put it in auction and somebody will buy it whoever that may be mm -hmm. for a lot more than what they're usually selling for and then everybody's like now you got to get on this train yeah so, so then that's kind of manipulation and then, right. then that person got tapped and, but, the, but that's a scary thing too, because once the person or the people that are using you for resale of the painting saying they're buying, they're buying them now, but they're going to sell them in a year. Right. Yeah. Um, for the artist that, I mean, doesn't really do well once they go on to the next artist and now they're, 
they're stuck in a place where their paintings are maybe $500,000 each and then they're not hot anymore and nobody's paying that money for them and you kind of just you cast get, yourself out. Don't you keep getting paid for your new work? They raise the value of your paintings now? No, not necessarily yeah. because no. if, if you were hot for a second and then the next year you're not and nobody's going to pay $500,000 for your painting yeah. and uh, you, now you're stuck because you can't say, okay, I'll go back to <laughs> go 25 back to grand a painting. Yeah. Right. You can't really do that. Yeah. What happens if you do? So, I, I mean, I people. So if you go, so if the auction goes up, you have to figure out how to get that painting at the same level as all the others. Because if if a painting sold at auction, just say for five hundred thousand dollars, yeah, and then the next time you come up for auction in two three years from now, they're they're saying it's supposed to be that, and nobody's bidding. <sighs> you're like. Oh shit! Who do I know that can buy that painting for five hundred thousand? Right to validate the amount. Yeah, I mean, is it? Do can as an artist when you get stuck like that? Let's say you get stuck like that. Let's say right, Elon Musk comes by and he's like, "Holy shit! I love what you're doing!" Boom, bing, bang, boom, bong, and right, and all of a sudden now all your paintings are five hundred thousand. Then all of a sudden he just moves on to whoever, and nobody's ever heard from you again. And blah blah blah. Right now you're walking around, you're like, "Fuck!" I mean. I might just do one for like, hey, if I, you know, a thousand bucks, I mean, do you have to change your name? Can you do like, is there artists that do like a pseudonym? Be like, well, my name is. I'm sure it's happened, but I don't know any personally. Ah, oh, so fascinating. I'm What's sure. the weirdest person you know in the art world, dude? I mean, not by name, but like, is anybody that like has a telephone in their toilet bowl or anything weird? <laughs> telephone. You know what I mean? Um, no, man, I, I can't think of anything that's just like super weird you art people are so secretive you will never dish i try i try to talk to all the art people I'm like what's the weirdest fucker you know and they're like i don't really know anyone that weird i mean what's weird we're all weird <laughs> isn't there is, weird. is there anybody that is like a, what's the most eccentric thing you've seen in the art world that's a big question i'd really have to think about that <laughs> cutting your ear off is eccentric <laughs> That might, I don't think that's you really don't think that, that's the I don't, nah, I don't think so. I think there's some some weird it's, stuff like that, dudes like swimming nude with sharks or something. <laughs> like, what's anything strange? Like, no, man. How did you spend your Thanksgiving? Uh, just at the beach with my family, and uh, and then we went home and uh, ate some dinner, and that was it. Super mellow. We don't like the stress on Thanksgiving. Well. I like that. Casper, like that. that's a that's a Southern California <clears throat> Thanksgiving. Hey, have you ran into uh, Risk in person lately, or Marcel? Uh, I saw Marcel uh, a little bit of contact on Instagram. I saw Marcel um, at a coffee shop. Uh, it's probably about a year ago. It's probably no, no. I saw him since. And uh, I think Kelly had something at some hotel, and I saw him there. I hung with him there. Okay. Uh, Kelly, I saw. No, I don't know, but six months, a year ago, like, yeah. but we're always like, you know, right, hitting each other a little bit. Every Where, what part of town is your studio in? I'm in Culver City. We need to start. We need to. I, we need to start trying to link up, man. I need to fucking swing by over there and take you to lunch or something, man. Yeah, we need to start like having some little 
creative talks every now let's and then. Let's do it. Man. Start. Let's, let's go start. today. What are you yeah. doing for lunch today? Yeah. Let's go. La verga way. No, I hear you. Yes, partner. We're going to do it today. All right. What's up? What's up? We got. What? I was wondering if I heard something. Yeah, yeah, you heard it. You heard it. We're we're, we're, we're winding now. I just want to say, Casper Rundo, it's uh, an honor for me because I always love talking to creative people. And I always love talking to artists. And I always love trying to understand that. And also, it's a feather in my husband cap. I come Mm. home and I tell my wife, I go, look, do you understand who I was just talking to? You see this guy? And then she says, sure you were. No, <laughs> she's like you were just sitting with you, the headphones are you, guys, are you guys looking at purchasing a Casper? We absolutely are. Okay, Let's do it. right, All and right. we've nominated you. You have for, a great house for it. I, I could see his work in your house. I would for love sure. for my daughter to be able to look up and see Casper's work. She's Hope. started painting. Hell yeah, she started painting. Right? She's two, two and a half. Right <laughs> started painting. She's got a little easel and a little brush. That's she's it. got a little smock on. She comes out. Why? Uh, here's a quick question. Why does children's art at that age actually seem so much better than a lot of art that you see adults make? Uh, that, well, that's a good question. Um, one, it could because it's your daughter, and two, it could be... <laughs> well, it's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. not that. It's nope. subjective. Yeah. But, and, and two, it could be <laughs> that there, there's no blinders on, and it's just straight from the heart, and it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. All right. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I always love talking to you. I always that. feel like kids are closer to the source Yeah. yeah. anyways. So I mean, technically, they, they are. They are. No, yeah. they are. Scientifically, right. technically. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Physically, mentally, spiritually, Spiritually, emotionally, emotionally, vertically. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, Casper, my man. Hey, where can we go? Always, brother. Right now, we go catch him the last bit of his show. You hear this, and it's Monday, and you're seeing the show. Yeah. You can go right now to Bergamont Station. William Turner Turner Gallery. Right. Bergamont Station. It's only up for a couple more days. Right. But he's going to keep us posted. Casper, you know that when you have a show, you're to send us that, and we will put it on our platforms. Also, story it, brother. Casper, where does anybody go to contact if they like something they that they see and they want to buy some work? Who do they, how do they contact you or your representative? Um, they can they can hit me on Instagram at Casper Brindle, and then I'll send it on to the gallery, and then they can. Uh, Facilitate that. I love it. I just don't like dealing with that part of it. Of course. I mean? Yeah, you You're don't have artist. to. Jesus you don't Christ. Have to. Yeah, yeah. That's stereo, for somebody stereo. else. In stereo. <laughs> you don't have to. Right. Don't sully your mind with that. Jesus Christ. You don't have to. Buddy. Right. That's someone else's job. All right. Like we do about this time. Oh, Ramos oh, no, Gallery. Right. Ramos Gallery. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Ramos. Where do we Julio go, Ramos? Julio Ramos. 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 Yep. Cool what? Jewels at Cool Jewels on Instagram. Cool Jewels on Instagram. Right. Check out Mulholland Motorsports if you Mulholland want. Mulholland Motorsports. Cool Jewels is a little obscene. It sounds Ferrari a little obscene restored. to me. A Cool Jewels. Now, wait That's a second. My, that was my video game handle. And stop coming up to my man with fucking weird deals. Yeah. Stop coming Julio. up to my man with weird deals. Buying out his artwork for Yeah. Him. You know what? Tell him to talk to your lawyer. I'll set him straight. There you go. Schwartz and Shots, no. Casper, we're good. Chumon, you got anything? All right. Out of here. Adios, amigos.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.